0: And now
1: to today's message. The Spirit of the Lord. Oh, talk to God that, Lord, I want to hear your voice in the teaching of your servant. Ma cale macoba suntaya mende ke sapaya kataba haya maladia skima la dia kapaba rada ke lento so pare ke tele maruta la macomba lembre ke to si brandika ata inderne me aragendoski maruta e apele rekia kataya as i teach your word I at breakfast Standing on your people in the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring understanding. Let your word bring illumination. Let it bring a guidance we have never received before. As we walk through your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a good clap, offering. Oh So last week we began a series on Accept Responsibility. I'm doing the part two of Accept Responsibility. Last week we saw a clear picture of a man who rejected responsibility. And then we saw how God replaced him. I'm going to start from that point because now you have a clear understanding of what Saul did. Saul blamed the people. And people with the mind of Saul never take up responsibilities. They look out for people to blame for every mistake. They want to blame someone. They want to say it's the government. They want to say it's the president. They want to say is their father. They want to say is their mother. They want to say is their pastor. They want to say they want to look for someone. So Saul, after disobeying God or disobeying the instructions of Prophet Samuel, now has to look for someone to blame. So he said the people. And if you look further in chapter fifteen, you will see that he missed it again, and he blamed it on the people. God said, go and destroy everyone on the land, living being, animal, human. He goes and comes back with the fattened animals. And when he was asked again, he said, the people. The people said that the the animals were too big. We can use it for sacrifice. And in every step of disobedience in Paul's and Saul's life, you will see that he tries to add some religious act to it. When he was supposed to wait for the prophet to come, and he went ahead to sacrifice, when he saw the prophet, he went to meet him in an honorable way and said that, ah, he has to do that. The sacrifice must be done before the battle. Now, he has been sent to go and destroy. He goes there, comes back with animals. And when he was asked, he said what? They were good for what? Sacrifice. And God said to to obey, to obey is better than sacrifice. So the life of Saul seems to be replicated in a lot of us, our life. We hardly want to take responsibility for things that we do and things that are happening around us. So you see someone renting a house. The louver blade, blade is broken for three years. No repair. Because the house does not belong to him. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. The gate is breaking because the house does not belong to you. You will not weld it. The Debussy the flashing hand is broken. You have just it with rope. (laughs) So when you go, you just pull it. That is why landlords are taking two months advance. That one, when you are you are living, and they inspect and the tiles are not broken. The air condition is not sport. They'll give it back to you. You are the reason why rent is high. Because of irresponsibility. So I remember where we were staying, the people behind us started building a pottery just behind the wall. I picked the call and called my landlady. I said, Hey. They've started a poultry here. So we went, we talked to T W M A. Oh, The people were trying to be stopped. I told them, if you start poultry just behind me, you are going to bring snakes around. They didn't listen to me. And I also called on heaven. And the business never strived. Yeah. Responsibility. I won't sit there for snakes to come to my house. Push it further. you said no there was a big land ahead of them they could have done it there so that the residents can. they said no 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 I said okay no talking We called heaven and the thing is not working it's off they're responsible you see I'm giving you a lot of examples before I hit the message this time we'll switch to David and I think I'll end there I won't go further maybe next week next weeks, I'll end it well We are too irresponsible. You wake up. God, there's no way you can be following God and God will not show you danger ahead. You have a dream. What did you do about it? You had a feeling of danger. What did you do about it? You entered into depression. Depression, let me tell you what depression is. Depression is when you go off open heavens. There's a problem. So when you go through, you are sensing all these things. What are you doing? What are you doing about it? Things are becoming harder for you. What are you doing? Instead of being responsible, you quit church. And you blame the pastor. You blame your mother. You blame your father. You are, you are a soul. God has no business with Saul. I'll show you about David. And I think it's enough. I'll add another details. We will not close. What are you doing to change the narrative? There are things you can't change about yourself. You can't change where you come from. As for those changing their surnames names unnecessarily, really, I don't know what is wrong. You are Mesimeku and you will always be a Mesimeku. Yeah, you always be. If you marry, yes, a, a woman per a culture and certain principles, you pick up the surname of your husband. But yesterday, when they we were coronating the king, all I heard was Charles. Charles, Charles. Charles. We pray for our king, Charles. So this kind of change of name, when you become a born again, you say, this Osei name, I think that the meaning is or Osei, Osei for, then you go and change it and you make your name. <laughs> Instead of Charles Osei, you say now you are Charles Peter. Or Charles Jesus have Johns, we have, have Ezekiels who are in, in Sa prison Johns and Ezekiels. It's not the alphabet it is the spirit that is in the name and the spirit in the name is created is made by the bearers of the name. So it's not your name that makes you powerful. it is your personality, it is who you are, it's what you do. If you like, let the next president's name be... Let the next president's name be... Agbogbogbo, Agbogbogbo. Maybe John, Agbogbogbo Agbogogbo. But it's your president. Before you realize John, Agbogogbo, Agbogogbo... Becomes a very powerful name. So what you do gives power to the name you bear. It's not the name that you bear that gives you... It's what you do. It's because of what Jesus did. That Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus that name is powerful because of what he has done. I pray that you will not live your life anyhow, but you will be determined to make an impact for the Lord Jesus Christ in your generation. That your family name becomes a pride to the generations that are to come in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So it is the name you, you, you create for yourself. The name you create for yourself. When you hear Kufur, it's a beautiful name. It's not just the name, but it is who you have ever known to bear that name. I pray that you will live a life, I repeat it, a life of responsibility. Amen, amen and amen. Amen and amen. So Saul had disappointed God so very well. I was making an analysis and I think that it is right. The time that Saul became king, David was not born. If you do the calculations as it is, Saul ruled for how many years? Bible students. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Say it for one million dollars. Hey. Zeko sata. Sorrow for 40 years. <laughs> you have missed one million dollars. But even if you had answered crowd, I would have prayed to God that he <laughs> gives you the one million. <laughs> so for 40 years. At what age did t- David become king? 30 years. Have you? Have you seen the difference? And Saul died before David became king. Those of you whose whose math teachers are dead, let me start again. <laughs> Some people are confused, so let me start. So Saul became king at thirty years. He reigned for forty years. So he died at seventy. If you read the Bible well, okay. Now, extrapolations. David became king of Israel, not Judah, at 30 years. And Saul died before David became king over Israel. So it means that David came into the scene 10 years after Saul became king. But in the third year, God was telling Saul, that he has found a man after his own heart David was not born that is why Jeremiah chapter 5 chapter 1 verse 5 says that before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb I knew you so before David came God had already found him to take over you are not on earth for nothing sake. You are not on earth to dress and to eat. You are on a serious assignment. And that is why your relationship with God must be tight. Because he is the only one who knows why you are on earth. So David, now I move to David. Because I have 15 minutes more. David. Was David a perfect man? According to our standard, No. If I say David was a perfect man, I'm trying to deceive myself. David was not. He went to chase somebody's wife. He saw somebody's wife. He chased him. Had something to do with her. Got her pregnant. Had a child. The baby died. Not only that. Plotted to kill and killed the husband, the legitimate husband of this woman. Was he a perfect man? No. But the Bible says that God said, I found a man who is after my heart. What a contradiction. Even when you gossip about people, we are talking, how much more plotting to kill a human being, not just a human being, somebody's husband. But God says that David was a man after my own heart. You cannot argue it. Because there was something about David. I'm going to show you that will be the message for today. I won't struggle with you at all. I wanted to teach you on the sovereignty of God. Where people say, what is written is written. I'll move it to next to weeks. Or what God has said, it shall come to pass. What is the meaning of that? So, I, last week we looked at scenarios where King Saul found himself. And today we we'll look at one that David found himself. Because of time, once again. So we look at a story in 2nd Samuel chapter 24. 2nd Samuel chapter 24 talks about a very interesting scenario where David, please, are you following me? Yes. On Sundays, you have to know the Bible. So take your Bible, take your notebook write what you have to write when you go home go and search the scriptures if I got something wrong come and tell me I'll correct it amen so take note and take the scriptures so in 2 Samuel chapter 24 David sat down in the palace and I don't know what came over him when you look at the bible in this verse it's very interesting look at the uh, scripture it's very interesting we will learn something here. He said, and again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, go number Israel and Judah. Give me a different version. A different version of verse 1. Please look at the verse 1 well. I'm helping you. Once again, the anger of the Lord bent against Israel and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Go and count the people of Israel. And Judah, the Lord told him. Another version. Please pay attention to this verse. On another occasion, the Lord was angry with Israel. And he made David bring problem or trouble on them. When you look at this verse, what comes into your mind? It means that what David did, God was involved. Yes or no? It means that God was the one that caused David to sin. It's a sin that he did. Amplified version. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel and he moved David against them. It means that the Bible is trying to say here what it is literally saying, which is not the case. I will show you is that when you look at it on face value, it's like God used David to punish Israel. But the Bible says that God does not tempt man. So why is it like this here? When you read the Bible, you cannot take a stand until you have read multiple verses to connect to what you have read. So if you look at it, it's like God caused David to sin. But God did not cause David to sin. We will look at this same narration in 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1. It's the same narration. It's the same narration. The Bible says, Satan, an adversary stood up against Israel and stood up David to number Israel. Hey, Pastor, confusion has come. That's why you need to be coming to church so that you understand the Bible. Two different things. One is saying God, one is saying, oh, talk to me. One is saying God, one is saying Satan. Is the Bible confused? No. The Bible is not confused. Give me another version of this. Satan rose up against Israel and caused David to take a census of the people of Israel. GNT. Satan wanted to bring trouble on the people of Israel so he made David decide to take a census. So now let's break the two together so that we don't leave here confused. Give the Lord a clap, of him. One is saying God. One is saying Satan. How does it work? The Bible is not confused. Now, let me give you another scripture. As we read it, it will answer you. James chapter 1, verse 13 to 15. James 1, 13 to 15. If we are tempted by such trials, we must not say this temptation comes from God. For God cannot be tempted by evil. And he himself tempts no one. The next verse. But we are tempted when we are drawn away and trapped by our own evil desires. 15. Then our evil desires conceive and give birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So, There was something that David was conceiving in his heart when God exalted him. He saw how powerful he was. And there was a battle coming on. And suddenly David changed. Tell somebody don't change. Oh, tell somebody don't change. Be that innocent girl we know. Oh, tell that person, be that innocent man we know. When you start seeing money, tell the person when you start seeing money don't change. When you start driving a four-wheel drive don't become a proud church member. Don't change. Tell the person don't change. Yeah. When you graduate from your masters, don't change. Yeah. When you marry, don't change. Let us enjoy you too. Tell the person, let's enjoy you too. Some of you, when you get married, not only your husband and wife enjoy. We want to enjoy you too. Don't change. Still be the church member. We see you around. Don't, don't change. Don't say, now nah, I'm a missus. You can't be talking to me like that. Uh, don't, don't change. Don't change. You. So David, you shepherd boy. You bush boy. God brings you, exhorts you brings you into palace you have become so powerful never losing a battle you never had an army when you were in the bush God exalts you, you have become a powerful king and now things started going through your mind like things are like am am I the most powerful king in this area, are we the most powerful church in this area God forbid we don't need that title Am I the most powerful young pastor in this God forbid. I don't need that. Who am I? Who are you? Are we the most powerful choir in this area? What is God going to do with your power? If you had power, you should have saved yourself. So David started. You know what? There's a software that shows the military strength of nations. I don't know whether you've seen it. Some of them to do, do the financial strength of nations. So you see that he's showing. So David wanted to know. When you talk about the army of David. Who are those that are there. So he called for a census. It's not the census. That provoked God. It was the thoughts. Why is he going to count? When did he start winning? When did God start winning battles with numbers? It took one man to give Jesus' body a fresh expensive tomb. Jesus to be buried in. It took one man. To give a land. For the temple of Jerusalem to be built on. God does not win with numbers. You and God. You are the majority. I said you and God. You are the majority. So don't be a man pleaser. What God wants to do with you. If you cooperate with God. He knows how to weave you. In the system. So David. Had gotten to a point. He wanted to know that He's powerful. So he asked them to count. So they counted. So you see that it was not God. Let me talk about Abraham. Abraham we know had something to do with Hagar. And gave birth to Ishmael. Everybody would say it is their wife that said he should go for Hagar. But you see... Abraham had been spying the girl. Yeah. But Bibinti, he was not making advances. Until uh, Wifey said, you can go for the meat. And he said, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure we can wait? He lying. He was lying. We can wait. I don't mind. He said, no, no, no. You go. You go. Said, okay. I tried my best. It's lying. So in him, our lust traps us. In our sin. God does not tempt anyone. But sometimes in our stubbornness, God can allow you. So that first verse we read, God allowed him to ensnare himself in his own lust. But Satan was the one who was pushing Because it's the same thing that happened to Adam and Eve. The last of the eye. You see, when they saw the fruit, it was good. Was God not there? God was there. God is everywhere. But God's word is also God. So anywhere God's word has gone, God is there. But yet, they went ahead to eat the fruit. Did God cause them to sin? Because he created the plants no, the fact that I created a plant and gave you fruit, I've given you a lot of fruit the thing is a last issue so David was guilty of lust and David was guilty of executing attacks let's see what happened so they counted, even Joab, Joab, his army commander told him that why do you want to count the people, why what is it he nearly didn't count, but because of the order of the king, he took the people. It took over nine months, 20 days to count. And they discovered that Israel had about 800 military men, and Judah had about, let's say, 500 military men. Another part talks about 1,000. You go and meet it, 1,100 and 450. The reason is that it's possible that the records in this in the second Samuel, they didn't add the numbers of Levi and Benjamin. You have to know. So, no. They didn't add. So, that there are some unscrupulous people on social media. They will go and take this verse and take this verse and say it's not the same. The Bible, there's too much mistake. They are lying. They, they are hiding something. So, the first, in the second Samuel, it's possible that the numbers of Levi and the numbers of Benjamin were not added because the Levites don't go for war. So they might have counted, but the writer in 2 Samuel decided not to bring it. But the First Chronicles guy, who is a chronicle, he was a professional writer. So he added it. Now that is not what I'm even talking about today. This is the point. When he did that, God sent the prophet to him. He was there. Can we read that? Second Samuel chapter 24. Okay, verse 2. Move to verse 5. I've given the narration. Okay, go again. Go again. Go again. Go again. Go again. Go to the verse 9. For when David was, the previous verse, that means you jammed it. <laughs> okay, so, when, no, give me 11, sorry. Yes. For when David was up in the morning, they finished counting and Joab has brought him the details. He woke up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto the prophet God. Every king needs a prophet. You need a prophet, you need a pastor. You need a counselor. So, yesterday when they were coronating Charles, the archbishop had to swear loyalty to the king. You can't be on top without a pastor as a Christian. You can't. You need somebody to speak to you. This thing saved the life of David. This thing. Even as a pastor, I have a pastor. Yes. this thing that they teach, you don't need a pastor. You, you don't need a pastor. You need a pastor. That is why God gave a church a pastor. Are you here? Even if you die, who will bury you? Fetish priest. A pastor. So the prophet God came to, you see, prophet God, David's seer. Let's go. We won't, we won't hit that one hard go and say to David that saith the Lord I offer thee three things so God gave him options because of the sin he has committed he gave him options three options the first option you are going to suffer three years of famine second option three months you'll be running away from your enemies they will pursue you and the third option three days pestilence choose one hey which one so I'm sure David looked here and here. He realized none of them is favorable. He said, no. Let me fall into the hands of my God. For he is great in mercy. For to fall in the hands of man, lalai, I don't want. Then the prophet said, you cannot serve this. Hole. Then God chose the last one for him. That I will send pestilence on the land. That, you see, when the actions of leaders have great impact, or have great impact, on the followers and the community. The action. Be careful. That's why you must be responsible in your actions because your, your actions has ripple effect. But now some people who were innocent planning their wedding, they died because they said, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Within a short time, the angel of the Lord moved on the land and killed 70,000 people. Hello? Hello? hello! That action that we are doing and you are hiding and hiding, may it not blow up. May it not blow up. I said, may it not blow up. May it not blow up. 70,000 people just died. Then when the angel, when David saw the thing, eh, look, look for them for me eh, so that I can run fast. When he saw the death, He saw how people were dying. The Bible said he went before the Lord and laid before him 70,000 people. You said three days. First day, 70,000 people. What will be happening next? He laid down. He said, Let this sin come upon me. Let it come upon me and my family. He was pleading. Spare the people. Spare the people. And the Lord heard him. The Bible said, When the angel was about to step, into Jerusalem, God told the angel to stop. Great is the mercy of God. David didn't say that it's the, it's the fault of Joab. David didn't say that it's a national... You know, Joab was fighting it because it was more political and religious. Because in those days, when they are making censors, it is because they want to work on taxes. In fact national census is all about national policies and to uh, check on taxes to check whether they should increase tax to run the system anytime there is a census there are two reasons for national policies and also for military recruitment when there is going to be battle so Joab knew that it was not time for census so going to call for census is going to cause chaos David is responsible for it, not Joab. So, God told you, go and kill everyone. Whoever advised you not to kill everyone is not God's business. God told you, Adam, don't touch this fruit. Adam comes to God, the wife you gave me, God dealt with Adam first, not Eve. David took responsibility and did something. About the problem. What are you doing about your problem? Yes, somebody caused it. Are you blaming the person or you are doing something about the problem? There is If, if you are here and you, you don't live at a good place, you don't eat the best of food, you didn't go to the best of schools, you must be angry with that situation and vow that none of your children will go through what you are going through. David knew he has messed up. David took responsibility. He prayed to God. He cried to God. He did what he must do to stop the calamity. What are you doing to stop what is going on? Or you are compounding on it. You are adding on. You are adding on. Your father married two. Go and ask him whether he's happy. And this is you, you've married and want to have another one somewhere Do you know what it is to run a polygamous home You will run away Even one you are not seeing top If you ask your father he will tell you that if he dies and go and come even half he won't take Solomon eh Solomon he was lucky he had a father like David, like straight to hell. There was nothing Solomon did that would have taken him to heaven. It was the covenant of God between
0: him and David.
1: be responsible, tell somebody be responsible. Yes we, 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 will, be, we will be responsible and we were in an air conditioned place. Why? It is Pastor that brought us here. Be responsible. Yeah, be responsible. So I brought you here. What are we going to do about it? Yes, I brought you. We came. And did you know how I brought you? God said we should come. So we have come. You asked for a husband, God gave you. Now you are running away you even took his picture and you did fasting and prayer God let this man not think about any woman but me you forgotten you prayed that prayer now you are changing the prayer now you are changing you've gone to God to change he has done the covenant with his death and the man is not forgetting about you not now you didn't know the content of the man nor you started making declarations man are stuck on you. Let's be responsible. I will not give any excuse for any failure. This church must not have an excuse why it failed. We can't. And you should not have excuse why things are not working in your life. It must work. If it's not working, why is it not working? If I'm wearing a watch and it's not working, today when I took this watch, it was not working. Why was it not working? Because it has not, it's not even battery, it's engine. So I have, I have to watch. Wind the engine. Then it began to work. Let's, may Africa get a new breed from us. Oh, your amen is not strong. May Africa have a new breed from us. May the world have a new may Ghana have a new politician in you. Yeah, may, Ghana. may Ghana have a different hospital owner from you. Some of the hospitals, when you go, it's like you have gun and kill all of them.
0: Yeah. We
1: kill people when they are not supposed to die. And we say, God took. God took what? You killed them. Irresponsibility everywhere may we take up responsibilities when they begin to take Adam and Eve were sent from the garden of Eden not because they were noisy noise, does not, noise doesn't worry God your gentleness does not move God the way you are calm it's not, God does not move with those things the way you are calm, the way your finetics are nice the way you are lady your makeup does not make God your, your makeup your bushiness it doesn't touch God's heart doesn't. God is looking in your heart. I heard a sermon where the guy said that in heaven, God is going to look at our works. Not the one we will present to him but what we have built in our heart. So in heaven, we will not have vocal voice. It is the voice of our heart that will be used to evaluate us. I'm praying that you will live here having a burden to be responsible Why are you keeping that company? That after every evening you go and sit down and you are smoking weed, you are taking cocaine, you are adding it in your cake. During your birthday parties, everybody is heavy because there's something in the cake. Something. So you go for the party, everybody is sitting down cold. It's like, "Ah, what is making everybody sleepy like that? Everybody go for cake and they are forming long cues for the cake. And they leave, my, my, my cake is, what is in the cake? By the time you grow a little bit, you're having nervous problems. Be responsible. You are taking alcohol. They are telling you, stop, slow down, stop. Oh, you are young. You are cooking your liver. One day to get to a point, point, 600 functions will be reduced to 20 functions. And there's nothing they can do. Meanwhile, this is you God has saved. God has blessed with the talent to reach the world. God has blessed you. Your parents are looking up to you. Your generation just was happy when you were born. Can you imagine when David came? So all along, David was in the bush. There was something on his life. There was something on his life. No wonder Saul could not face Goliath because he was not carrying the anointing. If he had tried you would have died. There is something on your life for your generation. And mothers and parents, next week is Mother's Day. I don't know whether you are doing the mother job well. The work of the mother is to pray for the children. Taking your children's name and be praying for them every day. If you are not an intercessor for your children, then you are not a mother. That is why God gave you a womb. To keep praying for them. As for the father, we are instructors. Do this. Hey, don't do that. Don't that. That's why when you instruct them, they don't mind you. But when daddy is coming, my God. I don't know, it's with everybody. Whether you are this, whether you are, when you hear your father, you know that you have to be correct. Hear the pay, 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 pay at the gates. My God. Whatever nonsense in the hall must stop, the hall must become like that immediately. But mothers, take your children. Prayer works. They may go off, one, two. But the prayer will bring them back. You are not praying for them. You are always wishing your children were some people. who God has given you these children. Stand in prayer. Fathers, make life better for your children. If you make it better for them, you give them an advantage in life. Don't let them start where you started. Let us not let them start where we started. May your child, by the time he's completing the investing, may he or she have about seven professional certificates. Yeah. By the time he's finishing 22 years, a chartered accountant. Yeah. I know a child, I know a lady like, by the time she was completing 21, she was a chartered accountant. Before she did service, she was a chartered accountant you you got to 45 before you went to write one the second one you failed you tried it at 47 <laughs> because <laughs> your director was worrying you and by the time you were 52 your whole village knew you were a chartered accountant the time your child will be 21 years she must be a chartered accountant then you will know that you took responsibility of what is happening God needs the best to worship him. Can you imagine all the choristers are saying, whilst you come to church and you see 21 choristers singing, each of them is a millionaire. Is above. Yeah, wow, dear, wow. It's possible. Business tycoons, ushering. Lawyers, doctors, professors. By seven years from now, I want to have 50 lawyers in this church because I'll be causing problems and they have to go. Ahead. I don't want anybody to charge me legal fees. I want to. I, I prophesy twenty chambers in this house. Yeah, a church without lawyers. How? How can you survive? No, in, in every church eh, there must be plenty professionals. When you ten year there, if a church is five hundred, they must have about seventy doctors, eighty lawyers. As for the lawyers, they should be playing because people are becoming more stubborn. Then judges, professors, engineers, business guys, architects. You will inspire those who are. But if the people we have, they are becoming pregnant, pregnant, without my pregnant, 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 what type of vision are they giving to the young people? No. That kind of nonsense must stop. So say obeying the papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your father wants to work and sit down. Your mother is in some white things, some wow thing. Your sisters are happy. Then you don't think about the family. You are irresponsible. You complicate the story. Now they have to feed you and feed someone and feed somebody else. The food cry is not enough in this economy. If you are not lucky in these twins, what will you do? <laughs> a blessing that is making the family cry every day. When they look at you, they are crying and say, "Hey, Daniel Give the lord a clap offering something. It affects everything. It affects church. It affects the family. It affects offering. It affects your social life. And people will bear up with you. Nobody will. Me. I if you give birth, I'll come a name. I'll come and name the child. But you will not get through a from me. Because you knew that you can take care of that child. And you brought the child into the world. There is nothing like a mistake. Saul never made a mistake, he was intentional. God to us is a mistake, but God said it that He doesn't look like how man looks. So when He checked the heart of Saul, the man, eh, God said, "You, you did not honor Me in your heart." God is looking for responsible people. Africa needs responsible politicians. Look at the money that is flowing. Me ti yeme. Hey, so we have these monies. The AU and EU and those. They shouldn't mind No, no. no. They shouldn't mind us. You know that every foolish child, the more they do the foolishness and they come and you give them money, they don't they keep. When you lock their resources, when the prodigals resources ran out, no access for resources. He started eating pigs' food. His common sense came back. He ran back home. Among my common day. Yes.
0: A common day.
1: Electricity bill every one minute. Oh, to thousand Ghana. Yes. Every minute, thousand Ghana. By the time it hits one town, we will start thinking. Yes. Ghana, Africa needs responsible people. It starts from you. Don't be parking your car and urinating by the roadside. Because of you, every word you have written, no, because of you. <laughs> you are driving, you just pull your glass down, then you spat outside. No big wind scream, bang. I was trying to catch up with him and tell him something. Then he saw that I was catching his sped off. You are in your workplace. You are stealing liquid soap. And you are are blasting politicians. You, you are more criminal than them. You've not seen money yet, but you know how to steal liquid soap. By the time you steal money, you won't steal money. You carry the whole ministry to your house. You carry it. Irresponsibility everywhere. after 6 o'clock, what is your light doing outside? It should be off. Oh, pastor, I pay my light, but no, you are wasting power. Little, little foxes, they spoil the vine. Let us be responsible. Amen. Give the Lord a clap. The last statement, I want to ask you whether you were Saul or you were David. You know, speaking in tongues doesn't mean that you should behave like you, you are out of your senses. No. That's the problem I have with the charismatic church. We do anything anyhow. You see somebody driving, you've come, you've parked. The car park attendance, we don't pay them, you don't pay them. They are trying to help you to park, then you get angry. Hey! Nobody pays them. Nobody pays an usher. Nobody pays the choristers. When they sing, you won't clap for them. Nothing nothing is exciting for you. (laughs) We must be true Christians. And we must take responsibility. I want to see responsibility in you. God wants to see responsibility. Not so. Saul missed it. It could have been the sure message of Saul. Not sure message of David. But Saul was purely irresponsible. May it not be said about you. I said may it not be said about you. Put your hand on your heart and pray to God. That God help me to be responsible with the resources you've given me. I may not be perfect. I may not be that strong. But the little you have given me. The life you've given to me. If you're a student here, you want to pray that you will not waste resources at home. You will not bring disrepute to your family. You want to pray if you're a business person. You want to pray that, Lord, let me handle this business well. That it will grow to become a blessing not only to my family, but to generations yet unborn. You want to pray as a professional that you will take responsibility of your profession. That you will grow in that profession. You will upgrade. You will go far. God needs more people to use. More refined people. The best belongs to God. The finest and the best belongs to God. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will not waste prophecy. Prophecy has come upon you. So, you carry a prophecy. You carry a blessing. You are the first choice of God. You are sitting here. I want you to know that you are the first choice of god don't blow away the chance don't blow away the chance when saul was being anointed David was not in the picture. God did not have David in the picture. Saul was the first choice. But Saul rejected the offer of God. May it not be said that somebody has been earmarked as the president of Ghana here. And rejected the offer from the Lord. May it not be said that God is raising you as the armor bearer of your family. God is raising you as the flag bearer of your family. God is raising you as the bread winner of your family and you blew it away. May it not be said. May it not be said that God is raising a professor in you and you blew it away. May it not be said. May it not be said that you joined a bad company and you were locked up in prison for 15 years and destroyed all the plans of the enemy. May it not be said. May it not be said that you were destroyed because of disobedience. May it not be said. May the spirit of God come upon us. May we take responsibility even when we err. We should tell the Lord it's our fault. And that he should help us. For he's full of mercy. He's able to re-guide us. And bring us to the place of purpose. In Jesus name. Amen and amen.
0: The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.